Oh, another Zero Dunks episode coming up. But first, a fresh new tune for the four people probably that know who the Juliana Theory is. Here's a cover of one of their hot, hot tunes. Something isn't right here. But things are super right with the two at one Bears team. Here we go. Ooh, On the ground. Something isn't right in this world called confusion. You won another game before you could lose it. Something isn't right here on the ground. On the ground. We never saw this win surprise. You chose to shock our eager eyes Something isn't right here You've won Our jaws are on the ground Something isn't right in this world called confusion You won another game before you could lose it Something isn't right here on the world called confusion you won another game before you could lose it something isn't right here on the ground on the to New York this weekend. We're going to talk all about it as well as wrap up any lingering thoughts from last week's Texan win. That's fantastic. Justin Fields is fine. We told you that. Don't worry about him. No big deal. Lots else going on here. Rick Fieldsman and Reese Tank. Thanks for jumping in two baby zero dogs. Here we go. Yes! 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 Hello, Becky. Boing, 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 boing. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zodoinks. We are back. It is Giants Week. Dan is here. Looking incredibly handsome in a different room, it looks like. Did you get kicked out of your studio, Dan? I did. It's uh, Once again, I've been told I'm way too loud. You know, I've been uh, hanging out in the basement, but we had some plumbing issues. So there was poop on the floor, so I had to move. So here I am in my living room, and you can't see this, but uh, these, these curtains are new. What do you think? I think they go up and down and all around, <laughs> and with him 
in him <laughs> in the unity of guy amen um was there a question bill or you're just just an observation of where i'm sitting yeah i can't recall it was a general observation um so you said you had some fecal matter on the ground that allegedly has to do with the plumbing issue is it a is it a like your intestines plumbing issue that you just drop trow in the middle of the family room or something, or is, are the ghosts uh, bouncing around your plumbing right now in your house? I don't know if, I mean, we could do a whole episode on the uh, recent plumbing issues that we've had in this, in this home. Um, I would say ghosts. I can't say with certainty that the ghosts are not involved. Uh, but there was a poop and pee all over our basement floor. It's unfinished, so everyone just relax. But I felt like I was working for the sanitary department uh, last couple weeks, so it it was actual poop, poop okay. on the floor. So that's why I'm sitting here, Bill. It's, it's cleaner. It looks cleaner. Thank you. Um, no problem. It's I do miss <laughs> I miss the artwork behind you though of of uh union station or whatever was going on so you know if you wouldn't mind going up to that room and bringing down that painting and putting it behind you i'd really appreciate it not a problem once we move into giants preview i'll bring that down not a problem my buddy bill doinks thank you so much let's get into it it's giants week we're two and one leading the nfc north all alone as far as you know Let's get into it, baby. Zodox. Don't eat lasagna. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Not us personally, but we, the Chicago Bears, are going to go to New Jersey, not New York, Sunday noon. Dan is going to walk us through the streets of New York. But first, let's wrap up a little bit from Texans Week. Breaking news this week Byron, Brian, Byron, Byron, Byron. Yeah. Um, Done for the next four weeks. I think some people got confused that it was IR for the rest of the year, I saw on Twitter, but I think it's a four week deal. He does he have hamstrings, Dan? Should we be concerned about this free agent <laughs> signing? What's going on? Yeah, I mean, it's he's seems very fragile. It seems like he's he, who's more fragile, him or Lonzo Ball? At this, I mean, that's different sport, but Lonzo might be made of paper mache. Uh, but this is Bears podcast. Pringle, real fragile, maybe no hamstrings. Was that what was his problem? Uh, preseason i don't i don't even know what was wrong with them something leg oriented hard hard to say yeah i we mean know that are we heartbroken i feel like there were some bears twitter that's like needers go get kenny galladay it's like uh let's not do that <laughs> yeah let's maybe not do that 
This is probably a reason he's not. Is he just not playing at all? I saw him last night on the field, and I think he screwed up. So <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know what his. I think he's. I think he's toast for some reason. I think he got bad and old very fast. Huh. Okay. Well. Yeah, we don't need to stretch ourselves for for receivers. I. Yeah. I, you know, going back to our Justin thing, I think some people were uh, confused. I think just for the record, we don't want Justin Fields to stink. We we're just saying we're okay. worried and we were setting a date on when we may make a decision one way or the other, whether he all the way stinks under no circumstances. Should he not play this year? Like there's no scenario where it's like, Oh, should Trevor Simeon play? None. No. This year's a, th- it is a throwaway year. We're trying to get better and you got to play, you got to play him all the way out to figure it out. This is actually kind of best case scenario, right? For the coaching staff, for him, because and and the offensive line is holding up so far, maybe not so much in pass protection, but as all of Twitter are now experts watching the all twenty two breakdown, oh. which kills me. <laughs> it's this and and there are there are guys that are open. So we have we were worried about our receivers. They are actually getting open, which maybe means Getsy is heading in the right direction of actually scheming these guys out. He's just not pulling the trigger, he's throwing bad balls. So it's fine. It's it's week three. I don't think yeah. we're saying he's done, but just mildly concerned because we have how many how many pass attempts do we have? Forty five. Yeah, and it's like it's, <laughs> it's the sixth lowest since nineteen. <laughs> I can't even. I don't. I just saw a graphic. I I should know it, but yeah, sixth lowest in a very very long time for a franchise through yeah three, three weeks. So, yeah. Uh, so all that to say. I don't think Pringle's going to make or break us, him getting hurt. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think yeah. it matters. No. That's a good call, Getsy. You're right. It's, it would be um, more problematic if Fields didn't have any chance to, to hit open guys. So, yeah, you're right. Yep. That, that is actually encouraging. Just a matter of figuring out what, what he's supposed to be looking at, how quickly he is supposed to pull the trigger, and the confidence and the awareness to do so. So, no, we – we are definitely not giving up on Justin Fields. We want him to be the greatest quarterback on God's green earth. But the reality is, yeah, he's not. He, Poles didn't draft him. Eberflus right. inherited him, as did Getze. And yeah, if if he sucks at the end of this year, they're gonna have. They may have a really tough decision to make. And hopefully, hopefully that's not the case. It'd be much easier uh, to be flying high going into year three when you got a bunch of cap room and a guy to build around let's hope that's going to happen right dan right and we should have done this last year but we were dealing with a gm and a coach who were doing anything to win games even though the talent was shit we don't have to worry about that this year we're gonna see exactly who he is and what he's got this year that's my point being on sunday night was i just don't want to do the wishy-washy shit that we did that we did with and some people still do with Mitch yeah so we're just not gonna do that no and I think um I think Dan is also being kind as he's he doesn't want to point fingers at DeBear's blog for their weird tweets on Sunday night like under no circum like Dan said under no circumstances should Justin Fields not be taking every snap unless he's hurt and you got guys like DeBear's blog saying hey might not be a bad idea for him to 
to take a break and watch for three weeks because Chuck Knoll did the same with Terry Bradshaw in the 1970s. What are you talking about? This is not that scenario at all. What a, could you imagine if if Iberflu said, "Yeah, you know what? It would be better if he if he took a break," and then he came back and he and there was like no discernible like progress made from him. What? He's, he started 13 games. That horse is out of the barn, baby. Let's just see what happens. <laughs> right. Uh, I guess if you were to say that, we pussyfooted around that last year with Nagy. So that's that ship has long sailed. What a stupid take. I mean, that's just – I don't even understand it. There's no reason. That's not even how the modern NFL works, right? Like, you got to see what these guys got from day one, and the only way to do it is to put them out there and play in live games. So – that's incredibly stupid. If you want a red shirt year, go watch fucking FCS football, buddy. Yes. yes. Have they predicted uh, another Virginia death, or is that how far out are we we from there? Yeah, I did go back. I was like, when when was the first death, and then when was the second one? The first one was around March. And, okay. And uh, there was like a lot of article, a lot of um like syndications out there that were quoting him <laughs> saying that oh. in March saying Virginia is not well, like, and George McCaskey had to address it, I guess in March. Oh, he'd be like, no, she's fine. She had like a minor procedure. She's, she's absolutely fine. And then, uh, yeah. Is he then, doing this on purpose? Is he an actual <laughs> troll? I guess I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know sure. that I follow it cl- closely enough, but I, I respect know. it. If he's doing it as just to get people, I respect it. Otherwise weird move. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, I think a little over a month ago he wrote like an obituary on his yeah. blog about Virginia, and as far as we know, there's not a weekend at Bernie situation going on. <laughs> I don't think. I, I don't think so. We wouldn't know. We weren't. I don't know. Hard to say. Um, last point on uh, Justin Fields. If you want to feel better, <laughs> and if you're looking for anything at all to justify keeping a very open mind. I'd like to point you toward Jake Lane on Twitter at JQ Lane. I don't know. <laughs> Good luck finding that. He he did a he did a deep dive with statistics comparing Josh Allen's first eleven starts with Justin Fields' first eleven starts, and Fields compares very very promisingly <laughs> to that. Okay. So. All so right. uh, Josh Allen had uh, seven tutties, 11 picks. He was throwing at a 51.6% completion clip, which is interesting, 1,850 yards. Uh, Fields is uh, – he's been better than that. I'm not going to read you a box score. So okay. I think he's hes obviously – he's ahead of pace to be a future MVP, I think is how I, I'm reading that, Dan. How about you? Sure. I don't know. I mean, what – I've, I mean, that, those those things have been flying for the last like three weeks. It's like, uh, what do you what do you want me to say? I yeah, have no exactly. idea. I mean, it's <laughs> completely different circumstances. And funny enough, we could trans- transition right into it. And Brian Dable's a guy who probably helped build up uh, Josh Allen, right? So, uh, I, you know, I hope so. I hope he's yeah. Josh Allen. Jalen Hurts is a new one that people are throwing around as as reason for optimism as they were ready to run Jalen out of town last year in Philly, and now Eagles fans are saying he's an MVP candidate. So, sure, I'll take that. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. 
Well, we're, we'll see. We're open to it. We're open to it. Uh, can I just, be, before you go into the Giants, can I read you just a tiny bit of Dan Pompey? Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> here's what. Here's one of Dan's bullet points from his post-game points, as he calls them. Dan Pompey's post-game points. He said, <laughs> he said, quote, we can debate Fields' long-term potential, but is there any remaining debate about Fields' potential for this season? Question mark. End quote. What? I don't. I don't understand that. Is he? Is he just saying? <laughs> I read it as. <laughs> there's nothing else to really look at for Fields this season and draw a conclusion about. Like. Should we just assume he's going to be this guy for the next 14 Oh, weeks? like season's over? Like don't even watch? It's it's done? Is I, that what he said? I literally, yeah. I, I'll be honest. I'm dumb. What you read me made, it was just a jumble of words in my head. Mm-hmm. I think I think that is a perfect way to, to describe the Hall of Famer Dan Pompey. He confuses <laughs> brilliant minds like Dan Dunks. <laughs> Yeah, how many? He is the king of like the the random hypothetical question that makes no sense. This being just yeah. the very latest stand. So, all I'm saying is, let's move on to Giants Week. Everything yeah. is just going to be a okay, buddy. Let's relax. Every week we're going to get closer to figuring out Justin Fields. All right, like he, as long as he stays healthy, we're every week we're going to be closer to figuring out that dude. All right, let's do Giants preview. Let's tick through this motherfucker quick. Uh, Sunday. Noon, 1 o'clock Eastern, if you're going to the game. Fox, no clue who's doing the game. Who do you think is doing the game? Schlereth? Mm. Oh, God. So sweaty and football-y. Yeah, that's probably the best that, that we could get at this point. Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, it's uh, forecast. It's overcast with rain showers at times. High of 66. Winds northeast at 10 to 20 miles per hour. 40% chance of rain. Little rain might do us some good, Bell. It's when Justin thrives. Mm-hmm. Okay. Would, All right. Does that mean he's some sort of like serpent? Is that what he is? Or no, wait, is a serpent a snake? Or like a wet I think snake? So. I think like oh, a really oh. wet one. Isn't that your favorite 80s band? Oh, it's White Snake, mm-hmm. not Wet Snake. Mm-hmm. Is that a cover band of White Snake, Wet Snake? It, it should be. <laughs> I'd go see him. They'd play at Peanuts all the time, wouldn't they? They're just just singing White Snake songs, but just dripping with goo. Uh, okay. I got nowhere else to go with that. All right, Bears. Bears, Giants. Bears lead the all-time series 36-24-2. We are currently on a three-game winning streak against the Giants. They've had some pretty bad teams recently. The last time we played this team was actually January 2nd of this year. Towards second to last game of last year's last season, Bears win twenty nine to three. Robert, that's when Robert Quinn broke the sack record with a sack of Mike Glennon, Bears legend Mike Glennon. Uh, Glennon was four of eleven for twenty four yards, two interceptions, and he had a QBR of zero. Uh, just an all time performance by Bears legend Mike Glennon. Uh, JF1 missed his second straight game with an ankle injury. Uh, Andy Dalton threw for 173 yards. Dalton, where is he at now? Saints? He's backing up Jameis? I think so. Okay, okay. (laughs) Man, he's just hanging in there. Uh, Monty ran for two touchdowns. Mooney had 69 yards receiving and one touchdown. 
Let's see a repeat of that. Saquon had 102 yards rushing. Uh, Monty, what's the update on him? I haven't I haven't seen anything. Yeah, quiet. Eberflu said day to day and ankle. Okay. I don't believe knee. So okay, huh. I guess that's good news. All right. Well, I don't know. Herbert. I think if yeah, Herbert, Herbert slash awesome. pervert was was really good. So he was, you know, if we had great beat reporters in this town, we'd probably know exactly how hurt he was. So that would be cool. Yeah, that'd be nice. That'd be nice. Uh-huh. Instead of just complaining about uh, the traffic on the way to Hallis Hall or what they've got in the uh, the lunchroom there or whatever, I want to say is why don't you actually do your job? Mm-hmm. I'm not looking at anyone in particular, but may- maybe the heftier ones <laughs> do your job. All right. Last time the Bears played in New York, sorry, New Jersey, was December 2nd, 2018. Uh, Bears lose 30 to 27 in overtime. I remember this being a very frustrating game. That was our last regular season loss of the of the year in week 13 of that awesome double doink year. Uh, we scored a touchdown as time expired. Tariq Cohen throwing a touchdown to Anthony Miller. It was a blast from the past there. Hakeem Hicks with a rushing touchdown on the goal line. Chase Daniel was 285 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. Tariq Cohen, he had 12 receptions for 156 yards, and he also added 30 yards rushing. Just poor guy. Yeah. <laughs> I feel it's it's uh it's hard not to feel bad for that dude, right? At this at this point. Extremely. And I'm already uh, I'm already calling it that I know he was kind of compared to having that similar role Ebner. He like Cohen immediately popped at, at, during the during NFL games. Ebner is not. So let's not <laughs> hold our breath, guys. No offense, Ebner, you yeah. may be a, a solid backup, but you don't look like Tariq Cohen on on his worst day. Well, maybe on his worst day. Maybe no on his thoughts. worst day. Yeah. None taken. Exactly. All right, let's do the coaching staff here. Uh, head coach, first year head coach Brian Dable. Uh, I I think he kind of he kind of looks like a guy that you would see managing like a pilot truck stop somewhere in like Mississippi. He's got like a very blue collar, uh, probably shouldn't be running a football team type of look. But I I like him. I got no beef with him. How about you? You you yeah. cool with him? Yeah, he seems fine. He uh, yeah, kind of. Wouldn't mind rubbing his the top of his dome a little bit, yeah. right? It seems yeah. seems fun. He's like a bulldog. Right. He looks like a like a French bulldog, <laughs> especially French. <laughs> he's uh, he's forty seven years old. I could, wouldn't have been able to put my finger on how old he is. He's first obviously first year as a head coach. He was in and out with the Patriots for years. He was Bama's uh, offensive coordinator in twenty seventeen before he moved to become the offensive coordinator of the Bills, and that's obviously where he blew up to where he got now, obviously helping Josh Allen along the way. He grew up in a suburb of Buffalo, which I didn't realize, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was high school teammates with Brian Polian, Bill Polian's son. Uh, I was curious what Bill Polian's – no, I'm sorry, Brian Polian's up to these days. He's uh, just he's like a special teams coach with a handful of schools. He was with Notre Dame for a while, like a bunch of colleges, just a special teams guy. Feels very clear that he's just getting jobs because of his old man. 
yeah. we can make that assumption, right? I think so. It's also interesting that with Dable having been on on the market and Bill Polian running our coaching search, essentially, and our GM search, that that Dable didn't end up here. Mm-hmm. What does he know about him, Dan? That's what I want to know. Ooh. Shocking. Shocking. Well, we'll get to the GM. That's why Dable. Okay. Dable. What are you calling him? Dable? You think you're saying it different than me. I don't know. I've had 14 hams, so okay. I'm not sure what I'm saying. Dable. I would have purpose like Dable would be awesome. Um, Brian Dable. He has six <laughs> children, Bill. Lots of sex going on. Uh, I didn't write down all of his kids' name, but one. You ready? He has a I... son named Jobby. <laughs> Not really. That'd be amazing. <laughs> I was so hoping that there was a random Jobby in there. No I'm Jobby. Thinking. They were all pretty normal okay. names. Uh, no Jobbies. All right. Offensive coordinator is Mike Kafka. Uh, you maybe remember him as a former Northwestern quarterback. Also went to St. Rita. Uh, he was with the Chiefs as a quarterback coach and pass game coordinator pretty much that whole time that Nagy left. So right when Patrick Mahomes got real good, that's pretty much when uh, when he worked in there. Uh, I always get him confused with Zach Kustak, who's also a Northwestern guy, right? Mm-hmm. And oddly enough, the only thing I remember from Zach Kustak is that uh, his dad murdered his mom and went to prison. Do you use the same, th- yeah. same for you? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the first thing that pops in my pops in my weird head. So, And uh, his <laughs> sister, Sarah, used to be in, uh, a sports journalist here in Chicagoland, if yep. I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. That's right. I, which I, I dipped into Zach's um, Wikipedia page, which was very long. Did not need to be that long. Mm-hmm. Zach Kustak. I don't, I don't know what he's doing now. Um. Apparently his sister like believed that his dad didn't shoot the mom, so they like it seems like there's a rift between the siblings because he did not take his dad's side. I don't I don't know. I didn't get into it completely, but Oh boy. It's the dad's went to jail for like sixty some years. So in a court of law, he very guilty. Sarah's still doing her own research. I think. Oh, Maybe. Is this... I don't think this is a cold case, Dan. I don't think think so either. It's very warm. Future Netflix documentary. Sarah Kustak finds the real killer. (laughs) Oh, boy. All right, let's move off of that. This is getting weird. Uh, (laughs) Defensive coordinator for the Giants uh, is Don Martindale, not Wink. He most most recently was defensive coordinator for the Ravens from 2018 to 2021. He also had one year stint as a DC for the Broncos. He went to uh, he went to college at something called Defiance College in Defiance, Ohio. The school had 505 students, and he played football there. How on earth did they have a fucking football team with 505 students? Explain that to me, Bill. That, that's so stupid. I uh, I wonder how they earned that name, Defiance. Do you have, do you have any idea? Because there's got to be a story there. Yeah, well, I didn't get to. I mean, it's in Defiance, Ohio. Right. So, but I don't know how Defiance got that name, but it's got to be. It's. 
I should have looked it up. It's got to be a horrible, horrible name. So, of course, I looked at who their notable alumni are in uh, at from Defiance, and, and you're not going to be shocked to learn it's pretty thin in that regard, but uh, Don is one of them. But the one of them that caught my eye is uh, Brian Shingledecker, which is just a fun name. Mm-hmm. He's best known as an Alaskan wildlife painter. Wow. The fuck does that mean? Wild, wow. That's Alaskan wildlife painter. Is that like so he must have been inspired by um Bob Ross in some ways, right? That's that's a yeah. first kind of you know, I'm thinking of mountains and snow and all that. Shingle decker. Huh? I wonder wonder where that Shingle comes from decker. too. I want, it must be come from a family of roofers. Roofers, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just to really pin your like, well, you like, hey, uh, Brian, I I live in Oregon. Do you mind coming out here and painting for me? He's like, Mm-mm, that is not what I do. I'm an Alaskan wildlife painter. Uh, I, Brian, I just got a few buildings. I want you to nope wildlife Alaska paint. That's what Bruce. Wait, I said Brian. It's Bruce. Bruce oh. Shingle Decker. Sorry, it's even better, better Bruce. Yeah, yeah, Bruce. Yeah. Way better name. I don't know. I don't know what that is, but I, I'm gonna. I, I think Bruce is dead. I don't. I didn't care for him. You didn't care for him, just no, because he because he picked too narrow of a of a painted uh-huh. lane. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You don't trust him. I mean, well, I guess this is maybe more of a defiance college problem because he shouldn't be a notable alumni. He should just be like a guy who went here, and it shouldn't be on their Wikipedia page. I'm, I'm sure the Shingle Decker family added him to wikipedia correct i don't think anybody edits for fun on wikipedia dan i think it's all very serious i do too (laughs) inside joke (laughs) all right there's a dentist out there sugar grove dentist (laughs) she loves donald trump and she made an update on her Wikipedia page, ask her where she was on January 6th. There's a picture. Coach Q- yeah, Coach yeah. Q's, your teeth look great, though. Your teeth yeah. look amazing. So, you know, shout out to Dr. Storm the Capitol for mm-hmm. everything that she's done to your, to those beautiful, pearly chiclets you got in your mouth. Coach Keyes is, I mean, that's a winning smile. That's, it is. That's, that's when I think of when I think of him, I think of those beautiful teeth. <laughs> <laughs> now he's that French. I think of, he's you know, yeah. now that I think about it, I don't know that I've ever seen Coach Keyes's tongue. Have you? <laughs> uh I was at a lot of weird high school parties with them, so yes. Okay. Good tongue? Great. The best. I, You know, I'm not sure I have either. I, I don't okay. know. Um, have you seen my tongue? Like, do I don't you have a chart? So. Do you have, like, I don't a, think, do you, I don't think of, like, uh-huh. yeah. You were th- like, do if you think of one person, you're like, oh, I know their tongue. It's Gene Simmons, right? That's mm-hmm. literally the only person you think of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and maybe the definitely. the lady, maybe the lady from Kingpin, 
who says, you really knocked something loose there, Tiger, and does this move. Ah, right? That's it. Those are the two people. Yeah. You big tongue guy? Are you trying to... I don't know. Like I, I think I feel like I want to be. I, I don't. Okay. I'm not opposed to it, but when I picture a a, 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 a person and a face, I don't. The, the tongue doesn't pop into my head. Okay. Or my mouth. Might be interesting. Have you ever eaten okay. tongue? No. Have you? No. No. At some, you were in Germany for a while. That feels like something they would serve as like you have mozzarella sticks here. They have tongue there as an app. Yeah, just bread it up a little bit and uh, yeah, it's probably pretty healthy. It's there's a lot of veins in it. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's good for your good for your circulation. I think. <laughs> Hey, Bruce Shingledecker, why do you paint me a picture of a wildlife tongue, you son of a bitch? All right. <laughs> Giants tight end coach, Andy Bischoff. He was the running back and special team coordinator uh, with Mark Trussman in Montreal, and then it came with him to the Bears as tight end coach from 2013 to 2014. Uh, what, what's the yeah, – fuck him. I don't know. Yeah, he sucks. Uh, so I'm not worried about the tight ends for the Giants. Uh, Bielema, was he the tight end coach before he went to Illinois? He was on the Giants staff, right? Or was he on the Patriots? Staff? I know he worked maybe both. I don't remember. <laughs> I, I know he worked for uh, Belichick, but maybe maybe Giants too. That's possible. Who would uh, who would have been the head coach, though, that he would have had a relationship uh, with? I don't even know. Joe Judge? I think... Oh, maybe. I think we... I, I don't know if this is right, but I feel like we may have shared some concerns during the COVID year that he may not come out of it due to his build, <laughs> which is funny now that he's your like one of your favorite people of all time. Yes. <laughs> I feel like Sounds we made right. quite a are we we made a lot of diarrhea jokes, I believe, with uh Bielema. Was that the twenty twenty season? That feels right. Yeah, we played the Giants okay. every year. So yeah, that yeah, he must have been on Joe Judge's staff and we Yeah, there's no way we would have let Brett Bielema go without a few cheap shots at his at his butt. Okay. All right. Well, that's funny now. All right. Wide receiver coach for the Giants is Mike Grow. Hmm. Oh, sorry, son of Al Grow. Uh Mike spent some time coaching under Al at Virginia including his stint as offensive coordinator, which I believe he was fired by his father, uh, which maybe Kirk Ferentz should look into. Uh, he then immediately went, he went from OC at Virginia, then he was then a grad assistant at Alabama. How does that work? Wow. That's super weird. Weird. Um, I mean, I think, but is are those equal? Like he won a national championship, I think, with Alabama. But he was an unpaid coach. Strange. Yeah. I mean, that is, if you want a future great job, definitely jump on Saban's staff. And he'll yeah, exactly. Says More ways than one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, he was also the Bears wide receiver coach from 2013 to 2015. That's, that's the Trustman era, right? Yeah. Weird Trustman connections with this, this staff. 
Yeah. Uh, the biggest job he's had, he was offensive coordinator of the Eagles from 2018 to 2019. I have no recollection of that. I don't know. He might stink. He might yeah, stink. I remember his name with the Bears only because of his dad. That's, that's yeah, it. that's it. I feel like Biggs really liked him, too. He must have been a great source for Biggs. He was always kind of talking him up like, you can't let this guy go. You just can't. I know you're going to fire trust me. You just can't let Grow go. And I feel like Grow, his old man, was not a great coach, right? He's just a name you remember. Yeah, exactly. He just hung around for a while. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Good for him. Mm-hmm. All right, assistant D-line coach is Brian Cox. The Brian Cox. It's his first year with the Giants. He uh, mostly, he last was coaching for the Falcons. He was their D-line coach from 2014 to 2016. Uh According to Wikipedia, from 2017 to 2021, he did nothing. <laughs> Didn't work. But now he's back coaching. I, remember I think his from, son. Uh, hard yeah. Knocks. Yeah, yeah exactly. He was, yeah. he was fun on Hard Knocks. Yeah. His son, I think most recently, maybe he was took time off. His son went to Florida, I think. And then I think he was, I don't think he made a team, but he got drafted by maybe the Bills. I, I'm not. I'm not sure, but it's maybe just hanging out, trying to watch his son, which I respect, but that's kind of seemed like his attitude. Like, I don't fucking need this. I'm just doing this to fill time, but I'm a fan of Brian Cox. I don't, I don't know how you couldn't be. Oh, I mean, so one of the most exciting free agent signings by the bears. I remember when they brought him in as a giant, this giant roll neck roll pad. Yeah. And I think he was pretty bad for the Bears, generally. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't great. Very disappointing. Um, All right, that's it for the coaching staff. The CEO and co-owner is John K. Mara. He kind of looks like a well-put-together and showered John Clayton, RIP. He's the third generation of Maras who's owned the Giants, which is pretty cool, I guess. We're not even there yet, right? George Hallis to Virginia. We're almost yeah. there. Oof. John Mara seems way more put together than George. Georgie boy. Oh boy. Um Yeah, there's there's there wasn't much dirt on him. I don't I don't know that he's like a bad guy, but that's another family that just owns the Giants, like just owns a football team, right? I don't think they I don't think they're involved in other shit, at least the Mara family. The other co-owner is Steve Tish. I don't know how he got involved, but he's also executive vice president. He's also a movie producer. Uh, Wikipedia noted that he's the only person to win an Oscar and a Super Bowl ring. He won an Oscar as a producer for Forrest Gump. He's like, he had a bunch of movies you would you would recognize, but I also have a problem with... Yeah, saying what you won a Super Bowl ring too feels dirty. He yeah. didn't he didn't win it. No. No. He I wonder what percentage of the Giants he even owns. Do they just like elevate his name because oh yeah, I see I see that guy, you know, I was I was at it too last weekend and I saw John <laughs> Tish's name and you know, I yeah. It too wouldn't be in the theaters. Well, I don't know. They list him as a co owner. Um, but also the, uh, Steve's brother, Jonathan, Jonathan Tish, he's all, they also list him as an owner. 
as well. And he's also the treasurer of the team. But he's also the CEO of Lowe's Hotels. How do you like? I figured being a treasurer of an NFL team would be a full time job. Is that more of just a volunteer gig? Like you're the treasurer of a PTA? Yeah, it's like a, like a secretary taking minutes at an HOA meeting or something. Yeah. So is that what you're thinking? I think so. Yeah, so you got to just collect those dues and and then everything's fine. Hmm. Interesting. Lowe's hotels. Ever stayed at one? I have. They're awesome, actually. I'm a big fan. It's not like Lowe's, the uh, yeah, build the hardware building. store. Yeah. Here, why don't you grab a two by four, and then there's a bag of Doritos on the way out too. It's very confusing. Hot dog. Oh wait, hot dogs are at Home Depot. Oh yeah. The, the I don't know why it popped in my head. I was trying to think: is there a Lowe's jingle? I don't think there is. Right. Like Home Depot that, has a Home Depot is a sweet song. I don't think it has words. How does that go? I don't. I don't remember. Uh, hey everybody, it's Home Depot. Grab some two by fours and a hot dog. Don't talk to the people out in the parking lot because they're looking for blowjobs. Home Depot tools. I think that's how it goes. <laughs> I think so too. I think so too. I think. I think that was written by uh, Arthur Blank, actually. That's, yeah, that's yeah that's on, his, on his way out the door. Well, hope we remember that for our Falcons review later this season. Um, but that immediately made me think of the O'Reilly Auto Parts song, maybe the greatest jingle, uh, maybe top five jingle, which uh, is a is a popular song in my house. It is. My daughters sing that song all the time, and I'm never upset about it. How does that one go? You f- I don't. I don't remember. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Ow! Yeah, the the singer is so like he's so serious about, it, like so earnest. That that's uh, yeah. That's my favorite part of of jingles. It's just like yeah, this is gonna make my career. I'm gonna nail this. Oh, and and speaking of yeah, and I mean. Have you ever seen the video of the guys singing the Chili song, the Baby Back oh, Ribs song? It's yes. an all-time. Like, they're just, like, high-fiving. We fucking nailed this. Like, we're going to get so much puss. Like, it is an all-timer of jingles and how proud they are. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting emotional. Um, anyway, yeah. check out Lowe's Hotels. They're very nice. Very nice hotels. I highly recommend a GM for the Giants, <laughs> Joe Schoen. He was the assistant general manager at Buffalo. Uh, he's the one who brought Dable over. So that's probably why he never oh. came to the Bears because he was boys mm-hmm. with the GM. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I. That's all I have for the staff review. Bill, any other thoughts on any of those motherfuckers? Were you upset? Do you remember being upset that the Bears did not or were not able to be involved with Brian Dable? Debole? Uh, Debole. I think so. I don't. I was a little leery of taking like just a straight offensive guy again. That that concerned me, especially a guy with no head coach ex- coaching experience. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't have been opposed to it, but just was a little worried that we were just going to go down the Matt Nagy route again. But I think overall, I mean, it's too early to tell with Debole, but. 
third two and one. Yeah, they they lost Monday night. But they're they're like us. They're they're very mediocre two and one. So yeah, yeah. I think not, he's fine. He's not calling plays. I think I don't know if you mentioned that. If if he did, I missed it. I apologize. I didn't actually know that. I, I mean, obviously Mike Kafka is the OC, but I I didn't know whether he was or not. Yeah. So. So I don't know. I, I feel like that if if he were hired by the Bears. And he was not calling plays. I think Bears fans' heads would have exploded. Like, oh, big time! Yeah, you're right. Though that would have been way too soon after Nagy. That would have been right. way too soon. Because we probably yeah. would have started this exact same way, and it would be way worse. People yeah. would be more fired up about like, oh shit, break it all down again. It's not working exactly. Mm-hmm. So we, yeah, it's. I respect Eberflus. He seems to not be freaking out, at least with yeah. the media, right? Like he seems pretty calm and collected, and like just stay the course. We'll get this, you know, kind of like we're getting this figured out, basically. So yeah, and Getzy too. It's he. Remember Getzy after the Cleveland game that everybody, including you and me, were so excited about. Getzy's yep. like, yeah, we're we're definitely not there yet. <laughs> like he's yeah. like he he was the voice of reason that we probably should have listened to. Pump the brakes. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, we're all irrational. So, uh, Bill, we have one Illini and one Gopher on this team. The, uh, you want a hint? Did they, is it Jihad Ward? They have Jihad Ward. Oh, my God, dude, you're good at this. Yes. Yeah. Holy shit, you are awesome at this. I don't know how you do it. You're such an Illini guy. Uh, <laughs> uh, Gopher, uh, uh, third year linebacker Carter Coughlin is on this giant squad. So that's all I got for the Giants preview. Very winnable game. We'll talk about it later in Hams and Bread. But that's not what's next, is it, Bill? It is not what's next. It's the segment that you all wait for each week. Bears Fantasy Corner coming at you hot. Do you have a bear that you fantasize about every Sunday? So do we. It's Bears Fantasy Corner. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. All right, we're back. Fantasy Corner. Hot week for me, not for Bill. I had Cole Komet who had... Two catches, some yards. He still stinks. He had four and a half points. Bill had inactive Velas Jones Jr. Really thought he was going to play this week, Bill. Didn't you? That was seemed like a mm-hmm. kind of a surprise at the end. I think he even practiced last week, at least one day. Mm-hmm. Uh, but either way, we are tied 1-1-1 one, one, and one on the year. I believe we're doing make-it-take-it rules, which we said last week. Yep. Uh, so I'm going to go first. I... So here's what we're going to do, Bill. Mm-hmm. I feel like Darnell Mooney is getting a lot of shit. He's just like, you know, we kind of poked fun at him for catching a ball and falling over. Pringles out this week. He's on the IR. We're not going to have a lot of other options yeah. in that wide receiver room. So I think this is going to be a big week for this guy. I'm going to go with Velas Jones Jr. Yes. Yes. Was the ball's got to go somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, Mooney—he's gonna 
he's probably going to be open, maybe not. So Felis, he's had a lot of rest. His bones are healed up. He's going to run, probably have two catches for 200 yards. I think that adds up. Felis Jones Jr. is my pick. Who do you like this week, Bill? That's a great pick. Uh, he he is nothing if not a consistent performer so far, Velas Jones. So I think I'm a little bit nervous that you might have just nailed it. Absolutely. I am going to go with a guy that um, I think at home he's called old reliable. Uh, at Hallis Hall, he is definitely a weapon that is ready to, to come out and play. Uh, you may have seen him on the field. You probably has. Uh, you probably have. He's been featured greatly. Uh, he is third string tight end Trevon Wesco, <laughs> and uh, he. I remember seeing him on on um, a couple like goal line or or big big packages. I believe he's number eight. Jumbo, give yeah, me that jumbo, jumbo package. That, the big old Pauls. Put those big old Pauls. That's the word I could not think of. Jumbo package. Thank you so much. Former tight end, Dan Doinks, everybody. He, uh, I I didn't know he was on the roster until I saw his name, and then I just looked up the depth chart and found him again. Um, he's 27 years old. He went to West Virginia. He's he's fantastic, and he is going to be my click-to-pick, Trevin Wesco. <laughs> He's uh, second. Is Ryan Griffin was out last week, right? So he was. He he's was. second string guy. Then maybe that'll happen again this week. I love that pick. Uh, we could have two goose eggs again. I'm just going to say it. Do you think people still listen to this segment, or are we just doing this for our own enjoyment? I think they listen to it hoping that they find out about um, a little bit more porn from our Harry and the Hendersons guy. <laughs> I think that's. I think that's what it is. Hey, man, those those people in Tacoma, they're freaks. I can't get a coffee without getting blown. I'm hairy everywhere. <laughs> he is. He is. Um, yeah, I mean, I know you're obsessed with tongues, like other people's tongues, and trying to find yeah. out what's going on there. <laughs> I'm obsessed with, with marsupial genitalia, and I feel like he qualifies <laughs> in that category. I think he's a marsupial, I'm pretty sure. Wait, do you have to you have a pocket? So? Is that what makes uh, yeah. you a marsupial? Like a, I think yeah. so. Okay. You he's think got he's pockets? got any pockets on his yeah, car? Like, definitely. I think he's got like cargo short pockets on his thighs. <laughs> yeah. Like where's where's John Lithgow gonna keep his wallet and keys while he's while he's acting, right? He's got a Yeah. He might oh, hold have, on a second. You're yeah. saying John Lithgow is wearing pants, but he refuses to put keys in a wallet in there, so he has the marsupial Bigfoot put him in his cargo short pockets? Yeah, don't you think he... Wait. Oh, John Lithgow wasn't actually hairy. <laughs> he wasn't. No, no. He was no. not. I got it mixed up. I just like the idea of like, here, Harry, hang on to this. Mm-hmm. Hang on to this. This is a real serious scene. I can't have keys jingling around in my pockets. I bet Lithgow's got that outfit though. Like he, like that's in his contract after after filming was over, and John Tesh or whoever the co-owner of the Giants, he had to be a producer. Harry and the Hendersons, oh, yeah. didn't he? I'm sure he was. I think um, so. Yeah, he he had to be like, you know what? 
I will do this movie, but I've I have a big reputation, so I need I need Harry's unwashed uh, costume. Is Harry just tongue. a <laughs> 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 is is Harry just a giant elf? Yeah, I I think so. Um, did Harry speak though? Did he speak English? I don't. I don't think so. I don't know. Actually, I don't. I don't believe so. In our in our scenario, he definitely talks, and all he talks oh. about is getting blown outside of a Starbucks in Tacoma. I just. I was out. My wife wanted a wanted a coffee. Was walking down the street, and this person just just accosted me with their mouth. I said, hey, "I'm feeling around in your trousers, Harry." Uh, in your pockets and that's not a vape pen that i feel in my hand <sighs> welcome to tacoma you get in that tacoma tongue <laughs> i do i do a quick one there love oh, it wife. um thank you well you want to hear the top performers this week in fantasy football bill uh do you want to take a guess um, Lamar Jackson had to be top three. Yep, Lamar Jackson was first with forty nine. Josh Allen thirty six. Jalen Hurts thirty five. Mm. Oh boy, top non quarterbacks this week, Bill. We have a leader. The top non quarterbacks, Khalil Herbert, had twenty nine oh. fantasy points. Um, who would have thought that the first bear to show up on these top performers list was going to be Khalil Herbert? <laughs> Who'd have thunk it? Yeah. It's, that's it's not not ideal, I'd say. No. Not ideal. Yeah. But it was a win, and he played really well, yeah. so we'll take it. Uh, second, Devonta Smith had 25 fantasy points. And third is Mac Hollins, I believe, wide receiver for the Raiders. He's currently a free agent in our league. So if you listen to this and you're in our league, pick him up. I don't know what he did, but he did fine. Yeah, uh, tra- congratulations. yeah, congratulations. You did not get the golden cock. Uh, Taysom Hill, Trash Performers of the Week, presented by Glad. Uh, a guy that's on my fantasy team was the worst performer of the week. Sky Moore, wide receiver for the Chiefs, had a fumble and negative two points. Uh, the only other negative player this week was Teddy Bridgewater. He had negative 0.5 points because in our league, you lose points for throwing incompletions, and that's what he did. Uh, Taysom Hill did not play because he uh, had a rib removed. I think he's trying to do the old Marilyn Manson thing. So uh, pretty creepy there, Taysom Hill. Thought you were a good Mormon boy, but you're trying to give yourself the Tacoma tongue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it for Fantasy Corner, Bill. Um, I'm in way too many fantasy leagues, and I'm pretty sure I lost all of them this this week. That's hard yeah. to do. Uh, I yeah, it's a little hard to do. I, I was gonna try to, <laughs> I was gonna try to justify you, your existence, your fantasy existence. <laughs> it's it's hard to what I'm. Fi- I'm in more leagues than than I normally am, and I I find if I find it hard to pick up free agents and yes. and kind of focus on that. So yeah, it's hard to build a squad, a long lasting squad. Yeah, I don't like it. This shouldn't you should never be in like a thousand leagues. It's 
but it's you should like basically be 500 right because you have like you have this guy but you're also playing against him so mm-hmm. it should go either way nope i just lost all of them so i'm i think i'm bad at fantasy football and i just picked velas jones jr as my fantasy player this week and he and he hasn't he hasn't played yet this year so overdue Overdue. jokes on you for listening this has been bears fantasy corner where all of your fantasies come true thanks dan for diving deep appreciate you you you're welcome show me your tongue bet hedge lose reload bet hedge lose reload hams and bread hams and bread hams and bread hams and bread zero dykes yes Yes. Zero dykes. Yes. Come on. Go. Zero dykes. Push the ball. Push the ball. Hams and bread. Go. Yes. Go. Kick it in. Hams and bread. Let's go. Everybody's tuning in to get those hot, hot picks. Oh, baby, hams and bread. I think Rick is Rick back, maybe all the way the back. Sauce. So let's hear the continuation of Richardo giving us the hot, hot picks. Take it away, Ricky. Don't take too long. When your eyes go over Rick's profile picture, what, what comes to mind? He's a dummy. <laughs> All right, Twinkers, we are back. Rick is coming off the hottest gambling weekend of his life. 4-1-1 and on the weekend. The Bears did not cover, did not not cover, We'll take that and uh, 49ers stink. Now here's here's what here's my problem right now. Bears are two and one. I'm a big Bears fan, right? Uh, 49ers stink and we beat them. The Texans stink and we beat them. The Packers are mediocre and we got crushed by them. Uh, the only fortunate thing is the Giants might be the worst team in the league. So we will win. We'll be three and one without a chance of getting anywhere to the promised land. That's my concern, but you know what? That's not what you're here for. The boys are breaking that down. You're here for the hottest picks. I had six picks last weekend on the year. I'm five, six, and one. That is a a very good record from the abysmal one and five I started the season with. I have, (laughs) I love the board this weekend. I absolutely love it. I'm sticking with the NFL. I figured this out. I have the NFL figured out, and that's why you are here. And I am logging into my DraftKings account because they make me log in every five minutes. I don't understand why. I like this app originally because it was the only app I never had to log into. Like, I I don't – okay. It doesn't matter. Come hack my phone if you need to because I have no locks on it. Anyways, 
we're getting into the three hottest picks. Oh my God, I love these picks. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's get started right away with that. Here we go. Hams and spreads pick one. You know what? I mean, I'm so calm. I don't even know which one to make the printing money's pick of the week because I'm so confident in all of them. Here, we're going to start with this. Minnesota Vikings versus the Saints. This game is being played in London, the UK. The over-under is 44. Now, I've done no homework on this, but here's what I know. When you go overseas, you're a little bit sleepy. Under 44 is going to hit so hard. This is going to be another 6-3 to three game in, uh, in the first half. Under 44 is, is the easiest bet. Uh, these teams stink. They can't put up any points. Uh, the queen is dead. The uh, Everyone is going to be like, oh my gosh, I hope it's a high-scoring game so that the people of London have something to finally cheer for. Nah, this is going to be Stinksville, Europe time. 8.30 a.m. It's a bad. Under 44, minus 110. Let's go to the next pick. Hams and spreads pick two. All right. We have our next game, 325 Patriots versus the Packers. So, like I said, Packers are a mediocre team. The Patriots are garbage. Uh, Mac Jones got injured. It doesn't matter. The over-under is 40 on this. Aaron Rodgers to Aaron Jones, they're going to put up 40 points by themselves. Over 40 is the easiest bet, the second easiest bet on the card this weekend. And we're going to go to the last pick. Here we go. Hands and spreads, pick three, printing money's pick of the week. Oh, not sponsored this week. Missed my deadline and uh, almost forgot about it again. But here's what we got. You know what? I'm making, uh, yeah, okay, let's do it. Dolphins versus Bengals, a Thursday night thriller. Oh, you got to be hot on the presses on this one. I made this bet yesterday, and the odds have gone more in my favor. Dolphins are four-point dogs versus the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals are terrible. You know what? They lost to the Steelers. They lost to some other crap team. And then they beat the Jets, and all of a sudden they're favored by four points over the undefeated Dolphins. This is crazy. Oh, but they got the helmets, the white helmets. Oh, my gosh. It's so amazing. Nobody cares. Joe Burrow's not going to even recognize his team with those white helmets. It's under the lights, the the shimmer off those helmets. It doesn't make sense. Tua is where it's at. He's going to drop a Tua all over the Bengals' defense, and it's going to be the hottest pick. Uh, Dolphins plus four. I'd money line this one. Money line's plus 170 right now. That's a little bonus for you if you really got a, an extra case of the funds. Oh, that, that S&P 500 is uh, not exactly where it's at. Down 33% on the year, whatever it is. You know what? You throw it all on the money line. Plus 170. You'll be sitting in Funsville, USA with your pal Rick Fieldsman. And there you have it. I hope you have a great week. I'm going to send it back to the boys. And as always... Have a good one at the windows. Absolutely perfect. So true. Man, talk about a guy in a hot streak. Sponsored this week? Question mark. I don't think so, but don't quote me. <laughs> he, uh, 
I know that he did the. I don't know if he called it out, but I, I'm pretty sure he did these picks outside of a Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> so he, uh, I mean, not surprising. He still does not have a home. We get a picture from him at least once a week of a horse in a Mexican restaurant. Um, it's never the same picture, right? Like he's not recycling the same picture. It's a fresh pick every time. Should we be concerned about his diet? Yeah, I think I think you might have just solved your plumbing issue. I think <laughs> sneaking in at night and just unleashing holy hell. Oof. Just just dumping it out right in my floor drain in my basement. Thanks a lot, Rick. That's disgusting. Go easy on the burritos, baby. <laughs> Dan, uh, yeah, Rick Rick was 5-0-1 last week. That's unbelievable. Like that against the spread, that is hot. That is uh, I nothing but respect for Rick. He's almost a five hundred for the year. Fuck that tie. Yeah, right. No, Rick is hot. This is not the time you want to fade him. Uh, but let's see. What are we going to do about our Bears this week, yeah. Bill? So, yeah, what does Vegas say about it, baby? Bears against the spread this year are 1-1-1. One, one, and one. The over is 1-2. and two. Uh, Giants against the spread are 2-1. and one. The over is 1-2. The line has bounced around a little bit from 3 to 3.5. Three As of 5 p.m. today, Tuesday, September 27th, the line was plus three and a half on DraftKings, paying a little more juice, minus 115. Uh, the over-under is 39. Bears plus 150 on the money line. Giants minus 175. Who do you like, Bill? I think the Giants all the way stink. I think Daniel Jones is a little frisky, like at least with his feet, but I think he will make a couple critical mistakes late and the Bears went out right. That over-under, you said 39. That's hilarious. Isn't it? 39. so embarrassing. Um, you got – don't you have to go over? You have to go over. Yeah. You can't go under on 39. You just cannot do it. So, yeah, I would do same-game parlay, Bears money line, over, and then toss in uh, Justin Fields running yards, whatever that is. It's probably like <laughs> 33 and a half or something. Yeah, um, I actually like teasing the Bears up to ten and a half or ten even, then teasing that over down to thirty-two. Uh, that just feels fun. I like the Bear. I like giving the shot the uh, Bears a shot, sprinkling a little on the money line plus one fifty. The Bears just need to stop. I think they need to stop the run, and then it's yeah. over. It's over. And probably the Giants are saying the same thing, right? Like it's almost like a, a mirror image of the two of the two teams is just gotta stop the run and they're fucked. And it feels that way. Like let Daniel Jones beat you, because that's probably not gonna happen. So uh I like the Bears. At least take the points. Just take the points in case things get weird, then you win. So overall Bears plus three and a half is me, and you gotta go over just cause it's hilarious. Come on. Yeah. yeah. And the Bears have yeah. been scoring. Like, where do we stand in terms of, like, points per game? We're not at the bottom. I mean, it's, well, we're we had Packers, 20. I know that. We're ahead of the goddamn What Packers. did we have, 20 the first game or 22? What was? I should know that offhand, but uh, let's. I'm not sure. 
I mean, we're not. Yeah, it's not like we've just just totally shit the bed with. Well, we had nineteen, ten. Oops. Oops. Never mind. Maybe we, maybe we maybe we're bad at scoring. Okay. Maybe we're bad at scoring. Just hold that thought. <laughs> maybe thirty nine isn't is is too high. So I am uh, I am nervous about Saquon against the Bears. They, you know, Pierce looked pretty good against the Bears on Sunday. It wasn't amazing, but he was pretty good. Both Packers running backs had no issue at the Bears running defense. Uh, and then Elijah Mitchell looked good until he hurt his knee. Yeah, uh, yeah. Saquon Saquon's probably going to be pretty good, but their offensive line looks awful they cannot protect daniel jones at all he took what was it i think it was like i think he was pressured like 20 times last night or something i don't know how many sacks uh the cowboys ended up with but he got hit every time he went back he got fucking hammered huh yeah they stink we also stink but they who's outside of the bears and giants fans who's who's watching this game on sunday can't Mark be anybody, Schlerer, right? Apparently, yeah. <laughs> Just unwell, yeah. Against his will, he's going to watch it. Um, I know you looked at the rest of the board, Bill. What other games do you like this week? <clears throat> yeah, I, I, as Rick Fieldsman likes to say, I love the board this week. Um, I've totally digested and and you know, <laughs> I've looked at everything. Uh, I know because I wrote it down earlier what the other NFC North teams are doing. I don't know the lines though. I know the Vikings are at the Saints, I, and I think that's in London, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, the Lions are, are hosting Seattle. That's talk about games nobody wants to watch. And the Packers are hosting the Mac Jonesless New England Patriots. Do you have a feel for any of those three games? Well, one of those I like. I want to say the Lions. That's not one of my games. I think I want to say they're like six-point favorites or something like that, like almost a full touchdown, which is hilarious that the Lions – are now like I when was the last time they were favored by that many over anyone it's probably been forever but yep. uh one of the games I did like the Vikings are my are laying three against the Saints in London uh if we're going by Kirk Cousins all the way stinks in prime time if he's playing at 8 30 in the morning here he's going to be super Kirk Cousins if he's just going to go completely the opposite way I like yeah. the Vikings minus three against the Saints in London. The Saints, I think the Saints might stink. Yeah. They might just be bad. I love Jameis, but I think they stink. Yeah, I think Jameis, Jameis is the exact same guy. He just, he, <laughs> I, I, I love, you know, as a, uh, um, is it Mike Olave? No, Chris Olave. Chris. Guy. Uh, you know, I'm such a, I'm such a big guy. I couldn't remember his first name. <laughs> I, I do love it. <laughs> I do love the amount of targets he's getting as a rookie already through three weeks from Jameis. So I do, I do enjoy that. Uh, we were talking about who is announcing this Bears game, by the way. Yeah. Um, good news. It's the same week one crew. Joe Davis, whoever that is, still haven't figured that out, along with Moose Johnston and Pam Oliver on the sideline. Okay. They've got a – how depressed are they about their <laughs> careers at this point, right? Unless they live out in the east, like uh, maybe it's just convenient for them. I don't know, but yeah, that can't be. What was the first guy? What's his name? Joe Joe Davis. Joe Joe Davis. Davis. Who is that? Not a clue. And I don't care to actually find out. No, 
no offense to him it's just just sounds boring yeah Yeah. um okay let's go next game bills are at the ravens just a good game in general the ravens are getting three and a half at home i'm just going to take the points i'm going to take the ravens plus three and a half i didn't watch the bills dolphins game but it sounds like the bills definitely should have won that right it was yes and it was such the bears dolphin bears at dolphins game from a few years ago where everybody was cramping up from the bills it was like yeah what is it about that september heat in miami that <laughs> you just can't deal with it's so weird yeah and they've intentionally built that stadium so the visiting bench gets all the sun and the home side is shaded i respect it it's a yeah. good move it's a good it's move mm-hmm. home field advantage uh, so I like the you like the Ravens at home as well, or would you I take like money Bills line? I, I would do money line all day. I love yeah. the Ravens. I have a problem oh. with how much I love them, and it's probably because they have a Gophers wide receiver leading them yeah. to the promised land. Yeah, mm-hmm. dude, he's playing well, and Lamar is he's fucking sweet. He's awesome. He is, he is all the way back. There was a there was a caller on ESPN Radio today who I don't know I don't know how they got there but they asked like what would the bears have to do to trade for Lamar Jackson this offseason <laughs> it's like he's not going anywhere and what 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 are you talking about like week 3 after Justin Fields like what's it going to take for Lamar Jackson can we can we give them Byron Pringle straight up is he isn't he also an unrestricted free agent on top of that? Or does he have a year left? Maybe he has a year he, left. I don't know. No, I think, he's, I, I think he's unrestricted after this year, but they're going to tag him as many times as they can before they let him walk, right? Yeah. So, oh, of course. Yeah, he, yeah. come on. Come on. Yeah, yeah they're not. Just bananas. Yeah, it's they're funny. not going to tag him to trade him. And you're right. No. Yeah, what, what do you do, trade trade all of your draft picks for the next two years for him basically right right which is and robert that, quinn <laughs> Ooh, just you saying that matt Nagy or not Nagy, uh pace got a boner somewhere down in atlanta just you putting that out in the air i'm gonna trade all my i'm gonna trade all my picks I'm gonna trade all my fields, picks. please work out justin fields do not tempt ryan please Poles. jesus do not do not all right uh, another game I like, Broncos are at the Raiders. Raiders are uh, laying two and a half at home. Now, the Raiders, I think, are the only team that hasn't won a game yet, right? Like, I don't uh, know. That... One other team that's not coming to mind. It's them and um, shit. God. Falcons? <laughs> Have the Falcons not won? No, Falcons just, they just, no. I'll I'll find it. All right. Well, anyway. I don't think the Raiders are as bad as the record is. The Broncos all the way stink. Russell Wilson, thanks for being just a complete dud. He's like my fantasy quarterback on multiple teams, and he's just a nerd. He's a weirdo, and he stinks at football. The Broncos stink. Nathaniel Hackett, grow up. You stink. I'm taking the Raiders minus two and a half. I think that's that's reasonable. That's mature. Um this is this is very zero dogs ask the other team that hasn't won a game the texans we just played <laughs> that does God. i mean i guess i well they tied. i guess i, I, guess so I meant oh i meant oh yeah. and three can you give can you 
can I get a mulligan? Because that's what I meant. <laughs> yes. Not didn't win a game 0-3 because the Texans are 0-2-1. and so. Bingo. Bingo. All right. We're the worst. We are we the worst. Suck. The Nobody worst listens sports to this. Podcast. The worst. Uh, what do you think? Do you have a lean on that Broncos Raiders uh, minus two and a half? I yeah. For some reason, I still like the Raiders. Um, in general, I think that maybe Josh McDaniels is just a horrible head coach. I'm not sure. There's no reason they be. should be zero and three. Uh, I hate the Broncos team, and I after you got Russell Wilson in our mutual league that we've been doing almost 20 years, I was like, that's a great pick. Like, I'm kind of jealous. Russell Wilson, I think, <laughs> is going to be unbelievable. With the... they, They're terrible. Like, they make the Bears' red zone efficiency look good. Every time yeah. they're within the 20, I, they're getting a field goal at best. At, at best. best. I hate them. I absolutely hate well, them. And so, you know, you know and, and obviously nobody cares about anyone's fantasy team, but I rode Jalen Hurts so hard last year, and he was dog shit, and now he's going to be the fucking MVP. And I didn't have the heart to, to hang on to him, and it fucking kills me. And, and you know, we've talked about it here. I've loved Jalen Hurts. I wanted the Bears to take him. It kills me. I hate fantasy football. It's the worst. But listen to Bears Fantasy Corner for your hot, hot picks. Uh, next, one more game that I like. The the Rams on Monday Night Football are at the 49ers. Um, hmm. Jimmy Garoppolo stepping out of bounds. That was cool. I love the uh, he did an Orlovsky. Orlovsky was trying to play it off like he passed the torch, but everyone just said he did an Orlovsky and went with it. Rams are dogs. They're getting two points on the road in San Fran. I don't know that the 49ers are great. The Rams might also not be great, but I trust them more. I'm, just give me the points. Maybe a close loss, but I think they're going to win in San Francisco. Rams plus two. Dan, I hate to tell you. I'm with you on all. Three oh my God. Picks. Never. This has never happened before. I, know. I don't like it. I'm very uncomfortable that fade the doinks guys. You'll be <laughs> yeah, big out going against this. Uh, yeah, I don't think four niners are better than they're playing, but uh, maybe not there. I think this is one of Shanahan's off years. that makes him a 500 coach overall. It's that's the yeah. vibe, right? And, Stafford looks old on the other side. Allen Robinson might all the way stink for real. <laughs> Holy shit. Like he Did he have not... another bad week? Didn't he yeah. week two? Didn't he have a couple two, scores? He was fine. He was okay. fine with, with a touchdown catch. Last week, uh, uh, touch, a potential touchdown ball slipped right through his hands. Very Bears-esque. Oops. So I don't know what the fuck his problem is. Yeah, I don't, I don't trust either team, but yeah. If they're a do- if the Rams are a dog even on the road Sunday night, baby, yeah, give me those points. Actually, I'd be money line. I would not be taking those points. Give it to me. Well, well, if the DraftKings promos and play too, they do the squirrely. If they lead by mm-hmm. seven, that's a that's a hot candidate. There's no way they could do that. That Rams could be up ten very quickly. So God. keep an eye out for that. The, uh, for the Bears this week again. Hope that hope they slip that bonus in there. And there was only three points last week with Bears Texans. Do it again for the Giants. Do it. <laughs> I don't see why they wouldn't. It's three point spread. The um the 
because during the mostly during the week, isn't it ten points? Don't they try to slide on like they gotta be up ten? That's too many points. Yeah, it's seven's so fine. It's seven for Thursday, but yeah, I think yep. I, ten sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. Ten, ten seems like too much. But Bears, yeah, we'll we'll take that all day. Thank you, thanks to you for facilitating that. Because for some reason, you had a higher max than the rest of us. No so rhyme stupid. or reason with that stuff. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So it's, it's so dumb. Syndicate, syndicate. Uh, that's all I got, Bill. I don't. Do you have any other? Yeah, you don't have any other games. I don't know why I'm asking. No. Um. Mm-mm. Who I think they have to do something weird with the uh, Bucks game. Tampa's oh yeah, hammered by a, by a hurricane right now. Ian Rappaport, Hurricane Ian Rappaport, I believe. <laughs> um, Ian Eagle. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's Ian, not Ian. Exactly, <laughs> that's right. Um, so that's a problem. They're playing a good team, I think. Too is that right? I believe so. And wasn't the talk, the talk was they were going to move that game to Minnesota potentially, right? Oh, I didn't see that. They're they're in London. Okay. Um, uh, The Chiefs. They play the Chiefs. That's that's Sunday night. That's Sunday night. Rams is Monday night. Um, (laughs) We're the worst. (laughs) We're the worst. Yeah. So Kansas City, yeah, it's kind of unfair if they play in. Minneapolis that's a, not a far drive from for the Kansas City folks for a home game for the Bucks but is what it is so yeah. yeah it's what you get it's what you get for living in Florida did you a uh, mark marks no he's he's in Alabama now right yeah yep. I wonder he's if they'll get Tampa, dinged though. at all he's from Tampa, yeah he's from yeah. that area that's that's uh that's Scared. I will. Uh, you have any idea how to prepare for a hurricane? That's like one thing that's completely out of my mind. Yeah. I have no idea. No, stock up on hams a few days before. Um, gas up the car. I'm a big. I'm a big likes to watch that storm come through guy on television. So is so you... Kristen Doinks. She loves loves watching hurricane coverage. Oh, you're in like weather channel. You're just balls deep mm-hmm. into the weather channel. Yep. Are you, what if, what if there's like, Hey Bill, there's me a hurricane in an hour, um, in the Western suburbs, you got to board up your windows. <laughs> Did you, would you even know where to start? No, God, I'm <laughs> the least handy person on earth. I would, I'd be putting up, I'd be looking for uh like copy paper, like to slap up on the windows I'd, 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 I would know to go to the basement. Um, okay. I'd be very upset when the power went out and I I couldn't watch uh, couldn't watch the storm come through on the Weather Channel because that'd be <laughs> exciting. I, love, God, I just love when that reporter is getting just wind-strown left and right. They're wearing their rubbers. <laughs> they are. Oh, uh, oh, give it to me. Yes. That's got to be weird. Like, do they think that helps their career? Like, we don't need to see that. That's definitely for the sickos that they'd like to see the world burn. Yeah. Is that the final, is that like the top of the chain when you're doing weather, like on scene, what do you call that? On scene weather reports and you're getting blown around, not yeah. in Tacoma specifically, but, mm-hmm. <laughs> or do you go to like, go from there to be like a weather person in omaha that's a great i don't i don't know i don't know how it works i don't know what the 
does a network send Joe Davis or do they send Al Michaels? Basically, is what you're <laughs> yeah. saying, right? Yeah, exactly. Or will they work for the Weather Channel? Right? Like that's is that the minor yeah. league? Is that the, like the oh, rookie role or is that the big leagues? Like I just sit at home until there's a disaster and then I I fly in and I report. Yeah. What a what a we, weird what a weird thing to. Being a weather person would be sweet, though. Yeah, oh, for sure. You could you just draw dongs all day and, and yeah. pretend like you didn't mean to. Because uh, nobody's no like who's disputing you? Like you just you kind of half predict the weather, just like the rest of us. Oh, I think I think Bears Twitter keeps all the receipts. I think yeah. that's what happens. <laughs> <laughs> I told you so. I told you it was going to fucking snow. I told you I'm keeping receipts and I'm pulling them up. But when you're right, I'm just going to be silent. Oh, yeah. Hurricane, Hurricane Iron Eagle is exactly like Sidon Byron Pringle. I told you so. <laughs> I don't know what that was. I don't either. I don't either. Um. Well, I hope everyone stays safe in Florida. If we got any, for all you Florida listeners. Board up your windows. Yeah. And save your power. Don't listen to us during the during the hurricane. Unless it unless you need it for morale. Save your power. What does that mean? Like you like you you're putting power Uh, in a jar? What does that mean? I meant to say save your phone battery. That's what I meant to say. Oh, okay, I gotcha. (laughs) Put your electricity in a box and save it for a rainy day. Like a hurricane. Yeah. I think so. So, I think that's what solar power is. I don't I know. Think... Not a big, not a big well, green energy guy. That's shocking. The, I think <laughs> like, but I think green energy is like cricket energy. Like when Jiminy Cricket was caught under that jar outside of the school, oh, yeah. right where, yeah. where wooden Pinocchio was going to. Like I think all of his movement created enough energy to, to power the state of Idaho. I'm pretty sure. What a pussy for not being able to knock that jar over. Right? Yeah. yeah. Especially in a rainstorm. Like, everything's wet and slippery. You'd think that yeah. he, that would help him, right? Give him a little... Get a little momentum going? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, for a guy who's just like, eh, I'm floating around on, with my umbrella, you think he'd have a little more upper body strength to put to push that fucking jar over. And so, um, are we in or out on Jiminy Cricket? I'm all the way in. Uh, okay, so, uh, good. I'm glad you said that because I'm, I'm yeah. pretty cool with him too. Yeah, I liked. I liked that he was pretty crabby about when he was he was squatting in Geppetto's house, just sleeping. He was real fired up that Geppetto kind of woke him up. Uh, Geppetto, by the way, how how did Geppetto not see this giant glass jar when he was walking down that gravel road, like standing up, like? Wouldn't wouldn't that catch your eye and you see this cricket with a with an umbrella bouncing around? Like, what's wrong? Get your eyes checked, Geppetto. Get your eyes checked. Well, I mean, Geppetto's not all there. I mean, the guy makes fucking clocks and sleeps in his shop and doesn't own a shower. So, mm-hmm. what do we expect from him? The guy made a wooden boy with you know probably with genitalia. And just and it came to life, and he just was like, "Yep, this is my life now." So, to answer your question, he didn't see a jar. That's not shocking. Not shocking. 
He kind of like didn't ask too many questions about the cricket in general. Yeah. He rolled with that a little too easily. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, I'm st- we're stuck inside a, a whale octopus thing now. Like, mm-hmm. that's cool. We'll figure it out. What? Do you think Pinocchio was the first wooden boy that he carved? Not a chance. Not a chance. That was the first. Probably not the last either. Like, I'm a little worried. Like, think about with Pinocchio too. He's running like a full blown ring that he sh- that should put him right on a list. What happened to the prior ones? Uh, in like the prequel to Pinocchio, what what happened to the other the other wooden boys? <laughs> donkeys they all turn into donkeys i don't know any other way yeah so well i guess yeah i don't want to speculate on what outside of that that seems to be the cleanest answer without getting both of us in trouble okay fair enough dan i appreciate your candor and (laughs) your restraint in a in a case like this so really appreciate it this has been america's favorite gambling segment (laughs) hams and bread featuring the most incredible whale, speaking of which, Rick Fieldsman, who's exclusive to Zero Dykes. Thank you, Rick. Thank you, Dan. Thank you. Rick has Pinocchio in his mouth. Weirdest Big Ten minute, and I love it so much. <laughs> Big Ten minute. A bunch of fat, pale Midwesterners just roaming around Pasadena. You love the Illini, and I have a life. I bleed orange and blue. Gophers minus three is my pick. I respect your love for the Illini. Shove it, shove it, shove it. Row, 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 shove, shove, shove. I'm, like, pretty much the only Gopher fan that people know. Hillman Westerners rubbing around Pasadena, and there are two teams that we both love who could be in Pasadena this year. That's for damn sure. Let's talk about the Gophers first. The ranked Gophers. Dan, where are you at with your boys in purple? A, a purple? Yeah. Fuck no, Maroon? they're not purple. Maroon, yeah, okay. purple. That's the Vikings, asshole. Um, <laughs> It's a it's a loose Purple. cousin, a real Jesus. loose cousin. Um, I'm I'm ready to get all the way hurt, Bill, by this Gopher team. Uh, they look fucking amazing. Ranked 21st, as Bill said, they're ranked. They just beat the shit out of Michigan State, 34 to seven in East Lansing. Just an ass kicking from the start. Controlled the game. I think the I think the Spartans had like five or six offensive plays in the first quarter like the gophers just ran the clock went all the way down just kept scoring they took the foot off the gas a little bit in the second half tanner morgan three passing touchdowns mo ibrahim had 103 yards one touchdown maybe tweaked his ankle which is a little concerning but sounds like he's in play this week uh chase brown still a little bit ahead of, of my boy 607 to six five sixty seven one and two in the nation uh, Gophers are outscoring opponents 183 to 24 so far this year. Even though they played dog shit competition, that's not bad. And I don't, I can't verify this, but someone on Twitter said that the starting defense for the Gophers have yet to give up a touchdown this year. Whoa. So that's awesome, I guess. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, this this Saturday they on ESPN two. Everyone wants to play on ESPN two. Yep. Eleven a.m. Gophers host Purdue. Uh, the line opened up at seven and a half. Quickly ran up to Gophers. Now minus twelve over unders fifty two and a half. Uh, I love the Gophers. I think Purdue's quarterback might be hurt, so that's not great going into this game. But Gophers look awesome. I'm real worried that they're they're going to make a run and then they're going to lose to like Iowa and Wisconsin again. Very 2019 or whatever fucking year it was. So. I hope not, but I'm a big fan. Gophers all the way. Bill, how did the Illini look? They looked really good. They played uh, Chattanooga, so obviously shouldn't brag too much about that. However, we've seen teams of their ilk jump up and nip a few people throughout Division One all year. So Illinois won 31 to nothing, I believe, against Chattanooga on Thursday night. The Chattanooga, whoever they are, uh, were undefeated going into the game. They did not score, hence the zero after their <laughs> name. Uh, Illinois has not given up a touchdown in Champaign. That's a beautiful thing. Their defense Whoa, is exceptional. That's awesome. Yeah, top 10 in almost every category defense for the year so far. That is beautiful. The only downside, which is fine overall, Ryan Walters will probably be a very popular head coach candidate soon. He is a Colorado graduate, and they have to be firing their coach. So <laughs> that seems like an obvious match. But, hey, good problems to have, right? Yep. Better to let a guy go for a job than have to fire him like Illinois usually has to do. Uh, Illinois goes to Wisconsin this Saturday. I believe it's 11 o'clock. I don't know what channel. At Madison, Brett Bielema makes his return to his former stomping grounds. Uh, Wisconsin just got absolutely curb stomped by Ohio State, so I don't know if this is good or bad timing-wise. Um, the line is not in Illinois' favor. Dan can fill us in in a minute on that. Uh, Illinois is 0-1 the Big Ten, 3-1 overall, on pace to make a bowl. I'm excited. I think they're legitimately good. I don't know that they're great, but I think Illinois is pretty damn good this year. Not as good as the Gophers, probably that's probably true it's a good test for the Illini this week mm-hmm. this is a good real real game for yep. Yep. for your squad the the line opened up at nine uh Illini were getting nine it's already moved now they're seven so oh. it's moved like people like the Illini interesting over unders 43 it is 11 a.m big 10 network okay uh this Saturday so set your DVR if you're doing something cool uh bill i don't know if i've shared this with you yet i'm gonna be in madison no way and i'm gonna and i'm gonna be tailgating there's there's i don't know that i'm gonna go to the game i'm pushing real hard i'm going with a group of friends uh and i've pushed to go to the game i'm literally the only person who's interested in that but i will be tailgating before the game in madison on saturday morning so Uh, you know who else is going to be tailgating in madison on saturday morning you Unfortunately, no, but Phil Sr. Phil Sr. is going to be there. uh, Wow. Red hot. Yeah. So shoot him. Shoot him an SMS. Maybe you guys meet up for hams. That would be wonderful. Yeah, I'll be there. And uh, I hate the the Badgers, so I'm rooting for the Illini. So um, I 
I, w- I like the points at least. I, I, I could see it's pushed down to seven. That's very seven. interesting. Mm-hmm. A lot of people like the Illini and the points. I, I think probably not a lot of respect for the Badgers after getting their ass kicked by Ohio State. Yeah. But I don't know what that tells you exactly. But um, I like the Illini this week. I'm. I also got because we um, our teams play each other on the fifteenth. Yeah, I just got an offer from Kyle Doinks to go to the game in Champaign, but I unfortunately cannot make it. But not like I'm. I'm already nervous about people looking ahead for the Gophers. Uh, being you know, Joel Clatt is that his name? He's like, uh, yeah, like he's been hyping up the Gophers all week. He's like, look at their schedule and tell me they can't be undefeated at the end of the year or eleven and one. I'm like, dude. Come on, we've played one Big Ten game. Let's not let's not get ahead of our you know get a bit over our skis there. Because I've seen this I've seen this movie before. Mm-hmm. We get off to a red hot start. Maybe Iowa's having a down year, and then Iowa somehow puts up fifty five points against the Gophers for no reason at all. So I've seen this before. It's every week. I'm actually very nervous about that game in Champaign. I'm still hurt by last year's performance and me just getting taunted uh, all through my neighborhood for an entire fucking weekend. So <laughs> I can't do that again. So I'm very nervous for that, especially two good defenses going up against each other. Both can stop the run. I, I, we're not getting ahead of ourselves here every week. Yeah. They, Gover's got to beat Purdue this week. Alana got to beat the Badgers. Yep. I think both should happen. I'm going to say it right now. Both are <laughs> should, happening. Should. That would be awesome. I would be oh my god! I would be so excited if we go to if we go to Madison and win. That'd be incredible. Uh, Illinois has not to get too far ahead either. Uh, but they, after Wisconsin, they host Iowa, and then as Dan mentioned, they host the Gophers after that. So it's a big three-game reality check in one direction or the other. Even if they fall on their face, there's still time to uh, qualify for a bowl, which is my goal for them this year. So uh, we'll see. Yeah, Iowa. I'm I'm glad I did not wager on the game uh, when they were at Rutgers. I would have humped Rutgers so hard, and they beat the <laughs> shit out of Rutgers. So that yeah. is uh, that could be problematic. They yeah, they, Iowa yeah, yeah. might be starting to starting to play a little bit. Um, yeah, they may be figuring out a little bit. Actually, maybe a transition to the other games this week. I know Iowa's hosting Michigan this this uh, Saturday morning. Iowa's getting eleven at home. I I love Iowa plus eleven. I that's yeah. If this were a night game, I would put I would put my entire house on it. But it's an eleven a.m. game, um, which be my house isn't worth much, especially with the plumbing issues. So it's not not a big deal. I wasn't bragging. Um, <laughs> Iowa plus eleven is a real oh. is maybe one of my favorite lines of the week. That is a great call. I did not and not see that. I knew Michigan was finally on the road. They've been in the big house all year playing a bunch of bullshit teams. And then Maryland came to town. I don't know if Maryland's any good. They got two his brothers still as their quarterback. They're, <laughs> they're fine, but they gave Michigan a scare. Uh, I, Tim, I don't know if I'm not trying to mush you, but uh, I think I'm going to sprinkle some on the money line. That seems like more than like if they cover, I feel like if they cover, they're going to win. Otherwise, they're going to get their their doors blown off. So, oh, really? Yeah, okay. I'm all about Iowa. All about Iowa. All right. All right. I 
I I just like the points. You, you, yeah, that's where. Yeah, that's all right. That's I don't know if they're gonna win. It's to be. It's yeah. I, I like I like where your head's at. What other games? What other games do we like? Other Big Ten games. Northwestern uh, is at Penn State. Twenty-five and a half point dogs. Oof. Last I saw, that line might have grown a little <laughs> bit. That what is going? Like Northwestern's at every other year. Tim, we've talked about it with Grease Tank before. A big Northwestern guy. But I did not expect this. They're losing to Miami of Ohio at home. Coach Q, shout Oof. out. Uh, they <laughs> suck. And how bad is Nebraska then by by default if they beat, if they beat Nebraska? <laughs> um, that's the only other uh, Big Ten game that caught my eye just because of that line. I know a couple big yep. uh, top 25 games, Bama at Arkansas. Bama still ranks second in the country, Arkansas 20th. And then NC State, number 10 in the country at number five, Clemson. Clemson, did you catch any of the uh, any highlights at least of Clemson Wake Forest overtime game? Right? Yeah, was it overtime? Yeah. I, I tried to watch the end of it, but yeah, yeah I, I, Wake Forest just blew it. I was rooting yeah. for him. That yeah, was I, didn't they didn't sell out? That was like the best Wake Forest team coming off an incredible year last year. They did not sell out a home game against a top five team. That's they didn't. I guess I didn't did notice not. that. It felt Come early on, though. It. It did feel early, didn't it? Yeah, or am I wrong? I don't know. That stadium looks small. No excuse. And I'll, there are a lot of Clemson orange. I hate that color orange, by the way. Terrible orange. Does Clemson stink? They're they're just not the same. They're not the same, but that quarterback looks to have woken up. He looked he looked good. He looked. Really All right, so good. they're given six and a half against NC State at home. Six thirty game on Saturday. I I like Clemson. Yeah, NC State's Less got than a, a pretty good quarterback, Leary. He's he's pretty good, but that's that's not enough points for NC State. Okay, yeah, that I actually do like. You you mentioned Bama. Um, they are getting they're playing seventeen and a half on the road at Arkansas. Arkansas is a little frisky, right? Mm-hmm. Don't they have a pretty yeah. good quarterback as well? I think so. I would. I mean, I'd take the seventeen and a half at home against sure. Bama. Uh, I don't hate that at all. The other game that I saw that I kind of like, Kentucky is at Ole Miss. Kentucky is plus, they're getting six and a half on the road. Is Ole Miss worth a shit or? Yeah, that's uh, Lane Kiffin, right? That's the only thing I know about yeah. them at this, at this moment. I think Kentucky is really good from what I've the, watched. The ranks, them. the ranks seventh. Um, I did just by chance. They were on in the background. A party was at on Saturday. They played Northern, this oh, Northern Illinois this past yeah. weekend. Uh, Northern hung with them for a little bit, but I don't know if that's an indicator of whether Kentucky's good or not. But um, yeah, there's some interesting games. I, I it's Kentucky ranked seventh, getting points on the road against Ole Miss, who's 14th. But uh. Feels like a lot of teasers. I, I'm feeling a lot of teasers this weekend with some of these college games. Okay. I don't hate so, it. No. I love football so much. I'm already <laughs> like I was already thinking like just how great is how great is this? Just like it is it is gambling central. I missed it so hard. I feel like it's going too fast. Like college especially. It's like <laughs> slow down, college. Slow down. I want to savor you. I had that thought as well, but it's September, Bill, and football <laughs> ends in February. 
Like okay. we have months of this left. We have like when when football's over, we're like the like winter will almost be over. Okay. Winter hasn't even started yet. Like we're good. We yeah, got time. Fall. <laughs> Wasn't the first day of fall like four days ago? <laughs> yeah, yeah if right. even that. Yeah, yeah we're yeah. good, Bill. Don't Okay. All right. Don't worry. Don't worry. We we got it. We got each other. Mm-hmm. God bless football. God bless the queen. R.I.P. God bless, bless Virginia. Virginia. Not the state. R.I.P. <laughs> yeah. Not R.I.P. I love football too, Bill. This is so okay. great. Mm-hmm. Nobody's listening to this anymore, right? Hard to say. If you are, we love you as much as we love we football. We love you. Dykes, Big Ten Minute. Go Gophers. Go Illini. Go Big Ten. <laughs> <laughs> Row the boat. Bill, you can have this win. Enjoy it while it lasts. A lot I will let you down. A lot I will make you. Oh, warning! Vroom vroom! Auto sports. Dip shits, dip sticks. Max for stappin'. Dip, shits and dipsticks. Lewis Hamilton. Dip, shits and dipsticks. Ferrari. With the owner of Grease Tank Racing, Grease Tank himself. Dip shits and dipsticks. Red Bull, Red Bull. Auto sports. Welcome back to Dip Shits and Dipsticks with Grease Tank. Indy is still in the offseason. Formula One is finally back on the schedule. NASCAR is in the middle of a crazy psychotic playoff. Beer break. And it's big race week for me. So let's get right to it. No, No more fooling around. Starting with NASCAR. Tyler Reddick wins a wet and wild Texas race. Now, it doesn't rain often in Texas, but apparently it did on Sunday and delayed the race a couple hours. So uh, a lot lot of drama happening here. Um, William Byron bumped into Denny Hamlin during a caution, and apparently race control didn't see it and did nothing of it. And Denny Hamlin is pissed off. Uh, out of the 16 cautions, nine of them were all tire related, and a lot of people are questioning the integrity of these Goodyear tires on this new gen car. Um, personally, I think Goodyear needs to fix their tire stuff. Um, nobody like no nobody likes a blown tire. Uh, Chase Elliott, Kevin Harvick, and Martin Truex Jr. all had leads in the race when they blew a tire and spun out. Uh, not good. Not not good for NASCAR, so hopefully they get this figured out. Uh, what else happened? Uh, Ty Gibbs had an altercation in the pit lane where he was getting into a, a bumping match with another car, bumped his car, and almost knocked into another pit member. So that was fun. Uh, right now in the playoff standings, uh, Joey Logano, or, or as I like to call him, Joey Slogano, because we don't like him here. He's currently first in the playoff standings. And then Ryan Blaney, who finished third. Remember what I said last week? Yeah, he finished third, and he's currently second right now in the playoff standings. So, a lot of action happened on Sunday. 
And it's only going to get crazier when NASCAR heads to Tella freaking Dega next week. We're talking the biggest track, the fastest track. Look out for the big one. There's going to be so much speed, so much act, so much crashing. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait. Uh, I still, I still miss my uh, potential bachelor party. It was supposed to be down in Talladega in the infield. Uh, thanks a lot, COVID. Moving on to Formula One, it's finally race week after two long weeks off and a lot of a uh, lot of uh, fake news by me. Um, my apologies on that. I definitely thought two weeks off during the se- you know during the end of the season. No, couldn't be Formula One. But here I am with my foot in my mouth. They head down to Singapore for one of the last uh, one of the last city courses, and um, I mean expect Max Verstappen to win. Uh, he basically needs to get a top five finish in the next three or four races, and he seals the championship for himself. Uh, any off-racing news in Formula 1? Uh, Nicholas Latifi, who currently has zero points in the last two years, uh, is not re-signing with, with, their, with his team. So uh, good riddance to him. And uh, honestly, I think Dan Doinks might be a better racer than Nicholas Latifi. But, um, you know, that's not saying much. We move on to IndyCar. Uh, still in the off-season, but... Indy did re- did release their 22 race schedule. Uh, not much has changed. All all your favorite tracks are there. We got Road America. We got Indy. We got the Indy Road Course, Mid Ohio, which is in my backyard. Uh, the only major change is the Detroit Road Course. Uh, it used to be on Belle Isle in that little island in between Canada and Detroit, but now they're racing in the city. So uh, uh, I'm excited to see how, how that turns out. They used to do that 10, 15 years ago and scrapped it for probably good reason, but for some reason it's being brought back. So let's see how this goes. Uh, that's happening in early June. Uh, I would love to make it up there. Uh, summers in Detroit are very okay. Very okay. I, I have nothing bad to say about them. Uh Jimmy Johnson, who's been in Indy for about two years now, is officially retiring as a full-time racer. Uh, Jimmy Johnson, not to be confused with the famous uh, Miami-slash-Dallas-Cowboys football coach, uh, was a seven-time NASCAR champ. Uh, legendary status on that end, but just couldn't, couldn't make it work in Indy. So, uh, happy career to him. We'll probably see him in and out of races, whether it be NASCAR or Indy or any of the, uh, any of the endurance race stuff. So, um, happy career to him. Good riddance. And finally, for me, it's race week. And let me tell you, I am excited. I've got my safety gear. I, uh, my, my race suit fits. My helmet fits. I have fire-resistant underwear, fire-resistant socks, you know, in case I, uh, I start a fire in my Mazda Miata I'm racing. But it's going to be fun. Uh, there's no link for it now, but they do do a live stream on YouTube. So come Saturday or Sunday, all you got to do is search on the YouTube Champ Car Endurance Series at Pit Race, and that link will be there for you. So look out for car number 614. It's a little black and multicolored Mazda Miata. Uh, and then look for a very giant guy driving it. Uh, that's going to be me. 
Um, it's going to be fun. Saturday's an eight-hour race. Sunday's an eight-hour race. I'll probably be splitting time with another racer in that. So if you want to support Grease Tank and Grease Tank Racing, switch over to the YouTube for, you know, for the weekend and watch me try not to crash a Mazda Miata. It's going to be so much fun. Uh, rain's expected Saturday, so things might get a little slippery and wet. But, um, I mean, slippery and wet, that's, li that's literally my, uh, that's my specialty. They don't call me Grease Tank for nothing. And with that all said and done, that's it for Dipshits and Dipsticks this week. Remember to check your dipsticks, and as always, grit meets grease. Dip shits, dipsticks. Dip shits and dipsticks. It's Dip Shits and Dipsticks with Grease Tank. Dip shits and dipsticks. Sirdo. Vroom Vroom Auto Sports. Banjo. 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 Okay, we're going to wrap this motherfucker up on Giants Week. This is going to be a Bears win. I can feel it in my bones, in my boner, in my wooden cock. Bears all the way. So let's do an outro here. We got Everton. It's Toffee's Corner. Football. It's soccer time. And it, you know, your history. It's enough to make your heart go Toffee's Corner. Ooh, love your kit, Dan. Corner kicks. Our boys in blue. Top of the table. Toffee, toffee, toffee. They are back this week. Finally, Saturday, 9 a.m. They play Southampton. Southampton. Uh, they're on the road. They're at Southampton. Southampton. I love just saying it. Everton's plus 250. A draw is plus 230. Southampton's plus 115. So they are dogs. That's okay. We're 13th on the table still. Nothing's changed since last time we did an update. I like a tie this week. What do you like, Bill? <laughs> I like Everton. I like them. Nice. They, they, I think the rest has done them good. Yeah, hopefully Pickford's back. I'm, I'm unsure, nope. but okay. Not a good start. Um <laughs> My my son, my soon-to-be seven-year-old son, I caught him playing FIFA this weekend as Everton, Ooh. doing a shootout. Yes. Uh, and he had, he was Everton, of course, naturally. And uh, he saved three incredible balls with Pickford. So I think that's a good sign. Definitely. He also asked me today, I told him that sometimes international teams come and play at Soldier Field for friendlies. Yep. Uh, and he asked when Everton's going to come. So I think that's a great question for Mike in England. Mike, <laughs> uh, you have a lot of pull, and we want you to make this happen. We don't care who they play. Just who would you want Everton to play at Soldier Field, Dan? Um, The Chicago Red Stars. All right. Let's see if you can make that happen, Mike. Uh, from Dan, Dan's mouth to your ears, make it happen. So thirteenth, thirteenth in the Premier League. That sounds pretty good. That sounds yep. far away from relegation issues. It is. That's uh, one win will do. Uh, will do you good. So, yeah. All right. It's back. We can. The Queen's dead. Everyone's yep. over it now. So yeah. Let's get back to playing football. Uh, speaking of dead, Bill. Yes. 
You want to bury your White Sox? Yes. Okay, yes. do it. Baseball talk. Here we go. Hams and Ted. Let's not spend too much time on this, but yes, official uh, time of death announced last Tuesday with an extra innings loss to the Guardians. The Sox have not won since then. Uh, they obviously quit, which is fine because statistically they were done. Um, I have not watched a minute of White Sox baseball since last Tuesday, so it felt good. It felt terrible, but it felt good at the same time, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Uh, Tony La Russa, there's breaking news today from Dan Bernstein of The Score saying that Tony La Russa will not be returning next year due to health issues. And uh, if that is true, you know, thank you. Whoever in heaven put that pacemaker in Tony LaRusse's chest. Phil. Yeah, Phil. Thank you, Phil. Thank you for listening to White Sox Nation. It was uh, overdue for a change. I don't wish ill on Tony LaRusse. I know Dan might. Uh, but I I don't want him sick or hurt, but I want him away from White Sox baseball. I think even somebody asked him, does that mean they're kicking him upstairs to like an advisory role? And I think it sounds like just flat out no, just like it might be legit, like the doctor will not allow him to do anything anymore. So maybe it's maybe it's real. I don't care if it's real. Doesn't matter to me. So it's time to find a new manager that I'm sure will be like AJ Pruszynski or some former White Sox guy with no experience because Jerry Reinsdorf loves to do that. But I'm going to eat these words. Anything will be better than Tony La Russa in 2023. Any manager. I don't care who it is. John Wayne Gacy. Dig him up. Put a uniform on him. Let's go. Dan, do you have any final thoughts? Of you want to put any dirt on the White Sox casket? I don't think you need to eat your words there. Like Worry about eating your words. I mean... Anything will be better than Tony LaRusso. What a waste of two years that you just experienced and all of experience. Are any Cubs fans being ma- uh, mean to you these days, not, or is everyone leaving you alone? Not personally. I've seen I've seen some chitter chatter on Twitter, like, "Oh, I thought this was the White Sox window. I thought this, that, and the other. Let me introduce you to the White or the Cubs team that won the World Series." It's like, okay, <laughs> it's fine. You know, it honestly doesn't even hurt. Like it's I all White Sox fans hated the 2022 Chicago White Sox, hated them with a passion. And that's <laughs> that's the thing that's most problematic is like next year we got to somehow convince ourselves that everything's going to be fine just with new leadership. No, that they'll, they'll probably be cheap again in free agency. They won't fill the holes. I think I think a lot of White Sox fans want want their pound of flesh. They want Rick Hahn out of there. They might want Kenny Williams out of that. I don't even know what Kenny Williams does anymore, but whatever. Uh, I don't see that happening because it would be expensive. And why would Jerry Reinsdorf do something expensive? It's That's hard to do. So, um, I don't know. Mark, Mark in Alabama, we referenced you before. You're my White Sox conscience uh let us know what you think and we will report it to the masses i i don't i it's football season <laughs> fuck the white sucks i think the the national media or at least on like twitter has piled on the white Sox a little bit and it's mostly from like 
the NBC Sports White Sox Twitter account that was real cocky earlier in the year. Oh. <laughs> uh, and it seems like the Guardians definitely were chirping at the White Sox as well about kind of like, fuck you guys. So yeah. from the outside, I've kind of enjoyed that. Not not yeah. not to hurt your feelings, but it... Uh, they deserve it. And this that, is that not... hurt my feelings. And this doesn't apply to you. Uh, but there were a lot of White Sox fans that were real chirpy the last few years, so it's kind of funny to see. And it's not to say that those same people also fucking hated Tony Larusa. So it was like, I get the optimism, but man, it, what a waste! What a waste of two years! Oh, what an absolute waste. waste! And it's all, it's all Tony Larusa's fault. I'm not blaming anyone else. Tony Larusa and Jerry Reinsdorf and. I don't know what changes, Jerry. I, I think Michael Reinsdorf might have that too much of a loyalty bone in his body as well. So that, that could be a problem for years to come. So that's, yeah. uh, I don't know. I I like that. Is Dan Bernstein really the one taking credit for breaking the news that he won't be back? Like, he's yeah, not a was... breaking news guy, and he's also just a general troll. So, yes. Why would he have that insider info? I, I yeah. wouldn't trust him at all. I'm going with it just because it makes me feel good. Okay. Uh, yeah, he he claims to have people in White Sox, like the White Sox front office that feeds him stuff from time. Like You, you can hear that on his stupid show every once in a while. Like, that's, you know, this is what I'm hearing. You know, nobody wants to put their name on it. So it's like, come on. I mean, it could be Rick Hahn <laughs> for all I know that – these right. buddies with him because they both love to hump Northwestern stuff. And <laughs> I don't know. Well, I, I, I don't know. I have no idea. But I'm going with it, Dan. I don't I don't know if it's actual new. Like you said, it's it's there's not like a report hanging on. Although I do think um, Bob Nightingale, who is wrong about everything except Tony La Russa stuff. <laughs> yep. I think he's kind of been he's been strongly hinting for a, a, a decent period of time that at best he will be kicked upstairs. So it would be great if the doctor said, no, you go, go to Florida, drink the rest of your life away. That'd be fantastic. That'd be great. Well, what is the point of having him in the building? Like he's a thousand years old. It, it, it's, it'd be a Reinsdorf. It's Reinsdorf's it buddy be. that he's, he's afraid to quote unquote fire again. Right. That's that's what it would be. That's the old, literally the only reason he'd be around next year in any capacity. That's it. Oh well, so we we're officially done with baseball this year. Like, yes. do you give a shit yeah. from here on out? I just need the Cardinals to lose, but I'm not that invested. I don't give a shit. You know what's weird is because I I I should hate the Cleveland Guardians. I I hated the Cleveland Indians most years. I yeah. like the Cleveland Guardians team, and I hmm. would not be upset if they won at all. And wow! I, Holy yeah, cow! I, 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 a huge Terry Francona fan. Like that's a guy that Reinsdorf being as loyal as he is. Francona, he was coaching the Birmingham Barons. Like, how the <laughs> fuck didn't he end up as the White Sox manager at some point? Like, that's that's yeah. what I hate about Reinsdorf. Uh, but no, I would be very like. I think they're a frisky team. They don't even hit homers half the time. They just they just wear your ass out, and they've great they've great arms. So I'd love to see that because I don't. Not rooting for the Yankees or whoever the fuck else is qualifying in the AL. I can't even think of who they are anymore. So I'm, I kind of want Cleveland to 
to win it. I also have money on him. So that that's, oh, okay. that's part of it. There you that's go. Part of All it. right. Well, not the Cardinals for me. I don't care otherwise. Just not the Cardinals. I saw they clinched the division today. So who gives a shit? I don't know. Baseball stinks. Yeah, what else we got, Bill? How's marathon training going? Oh, baby, I'm getting nervous. We are less than two weeks away. I'm healthier than I was last week when we talked, Dan. I'm glad to say that. Um, but super nervous. I was looking at the schedule for a week from Sunday and thinking, holy shit, no backing out now, baby. I'm excited. Super excited. I've been looking at the forecast because it always makes sense to look at a 14-day forecast. That comes true 100% of the time. Uh, it's super cool right now in Chicago. It's supposed to get warmer next week. That makes me a little nervous, but that's fine. Everything's going to be fine, Dan. I'm excited. Thank you so much for asking. What time do you shout out to Kyle, by the way, Kyle, Kyle George of, um, uh, fuck. What is your podcast? Kyle, we've been on your show. (laughs) God damn it. I'm the worst. Yes. Uh, He is. He is running his first marathons. Shout out Kyle. Yes. Love you. He's running Chicago as well, right? Bingo. No, Chicago. Okay. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one he's doing. Yeah. Right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck, Kyle. Um, what time are you running? What I don't know how this works. What time do you start? Uh seven thirty, but I don't think you cross the starting line till like eight. It's a slow go in your okay. in your corral because there's so many fucking people. So my guess is eight o'clock, my legs start actually running. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I'm pumped yeah. for you. Yeah. It's gonna be great. Love it. Uh, have you watched um have you watched the Dahmer show on uh, Netflix? You watched that not No, not yet. Whatever you call it. Okay. Let's talk about Recommend it. Recommend it. Okay. Um yeah, it's 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 as fucked up as you would imagine. So Okay. Uh, I'll yeah. check it out. Okay. Uh yep. you watching that Dragons show? Uh yeah, but I'm behind. It's yeah. fine. I haven't started it yet, so yeah, I'm I'm yeah. going to binge it. Yeah, mm-hmm. still drives me nuts. They just can't have normal names like Rick and Randy and Dave. It's just mm-hmm. you know, stop being tough. so British. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No offense yeah. to anyone yeah. British. No. Uh, it's not even British. It's just old. Yeah, like old timey stuff. It's like Greg on and. Balls sack, balls sackage. I don't know. I don't know what's happening half the time, but I'm watching it, and it's fine. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. I wish. <laughs> Look out for your audience. We're a bunch of idiots. So give us Rick and Randy Targaryen, not all the others. <laughs> um. Uh, all right, yeah. buddy. Well, uh, let's get a Bears win. This Sunday, I I feel good about it. Um, it'd be great to be three and one. That'd be fantastic. Maybe uh, we could do another post game if they win. Are we just doing them after wins and or one available. Is that our plan? Yes. Yeah, we'll we'll do one this week. Uh, noon game, noon road game. We'll we'll get it cooking earlier for all right your sake. <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> uh, and our audience because they want to they want to dive deep during those afternoon games. They want they want. Some hot instant analysis from Zero Dunks. Bingo. Will do. Bingo. Thanks, buddy. This has been fun. Go Bears. Go Bears. Uh, you can catch us on uh, One Bar and Fungus, um, Minnesota <laughs> Vikings podcast. We did a uh, two-minute Bears review. It's definitely not called that. It's One Bar and, and um, do you remember? Lungus? One Bar and 
think so. I think lupus. 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 Mm-hmm. Oh. So check Sounds, your local. Yeah. Check your local YouTubes. You may see our beautiful faces that we try to hide throughout the rest of our lives. See us there. We got a lot of hot analysis. Does Pinocchio have a penis? Well, that'd be an issue if he... I assume he didn't, because unless Geppetto's just a freak, he's making a boy with a dick. Right? Because... He is a freak. He he (laughs) had to have. He had to have carved a wooden penis under those trousers. Butthole, too? He had to have. Oh, boy. Uh, Okay. Hmm. Let's not... We don't need to explore that anymore. Yeah, we don't need to... I I think we can just... I just thought Jordan was like, has like a like Guy Fieri in her spank bank, and is just just what? knows everything about him. So maybe the same for you. Are you jerking off to Guy Fieri? Oh, not just to him, with him, and in him. In the unity of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. I like dangerous games. Um, Dolphin Dick Island. (laughs) Blowhole Bonanza. (laughs) He has four kids that are named Jaden, Jace, Jo- Joby, Joby, and Joel. All J's. Uh, Joby? I don't know more jo- about J's. <laughs> I think it's Joby. I'm going with Joby. <laughs> it's like yes. a, a Lord of the Rings thing. Uh, is it a is it a troll from Lord of the Rings? I haven't seen it. I don't know. I think I think that's his middle name though. Or is it the is there is Joby first, and his first Harry name's Potter hand. or something? First name's Hank. <laughs> it came from some website called Sports Spectrum, where it's where sports and faith connect. Who's have you ever heard of that? I, I know that's not no. really in your no. algorithm on your <laughs> computer. <laughs> Any faith based information because you worship the devil. But six 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 six. Come here, Beelzebub! <laughs> Love it. Thank you so much. Do Cornish hens have knees? Uh, um.
I don't even know how to answer that. Toby, you have any comments about the NASCAR race? And that's it from Toby. It's a B Geppetto. I have a boy with the wooden cock. Goodbye, I'm a dolphin. Poof. <laughs> <laughs>